It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's a hard time. We had a hard time. Together. Together. Yes, it's a hard time. We had a hard time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. This week, you're in for a treat. It's tips and tricks from a pot nerd. Now, I've said before, if you're not sure how you feel about pot, you're in the right place. Smoking circle etiquette is important, and it's different amongst international cultures. In the U.S., puff puff pass is our common practice. But if you're traveling, you might find it to be different in other countries. When I spent some time living in Italy a few years ago, it definitely wasn't Puff Puff Pass, and I was anticipating that, and so my friends that I was smoking with, I went to reach for the spliff that we were smoking, and I kind of got reprimanded. Um, I was told that in their culture, they smoke until they're done, and then they will hand it over to you and let you know it's now your turn. So if you're with some Italians and they are telling a really good story and they're holding a joint, you likely won't get it until their story's over. So I prefer our puff, puff, pass rule in the States, but you know, when you're traveling, it's fun to engage in different cultures and and it's fun to explore what all that is. But Definitely just ask because stoners love to clue you in on how to have a copacetic experience. In our typical puff, puff, pass in the States, basically that means you take one or two hits of the joint or bong or pipe or vaporizer or whatever it is you're smoking, and then you pass it on to the next person in line. When smoking with others, one universally appreciated act is showing extreme caution when applying the flame to the bowl. And I know I've mentioned this in a previous episode about one of the reasons why I love hemp wick. And that is because 
it provides you a much smaller flame than a lighter. And when you're smoking with a newbie and they just have a regular lighter, 98% of the time they end up torching the entire bowl and just kind of ruin it for everybody else. If you're with a newbie, either give them a quick lesson before you <laughs> waste the bowl on them or use Hempwick, but you know, don't run the flame across the whole bowl and torch it. Let everyone have a taste of those delicious terpene profiles by just lighting a corner. And then you honestly don't have to keep lighting it every time. If you've used a grinder and you've made a really fine consistency of the flour, you light it once and that thing will go if, if done properly. That's a sign of a really experienced smoker. So one other thing, when smoking with a friend or a group, we alternate who goes first and gets the fresh bowl. That's, um, that's just good manners in our world. In some instances, if you are not really looking at microdosing and you're just like hanging out with friends, enjoying some stories and laughs, a lot of times you will smoke as many green bowls as there are people in the group. That way, you know, if there's four of you sitting around smoking, you would smoke four bowls so each of you got a green bowl. One thing about that, though, so if you're doing that and you're kind of inexperienced and you're like, there's no way I can smoke another bowl, when you've reached your desired level of highness, skip the puffs and just pass. You have nothing to prove to anybody. Nobody cares. And frankly, the more experienced smokers in the group, when people start falling off, that just means more for them or they get to save their stash. Because, you know, most of the time the most experienced smoker in the group is the one that brought the stash bag and has the three or four different varieties to choose from and everybody likes to smoke their stuff. Or at least that's the case with me. Bottom line, listen to your body and focus on enjoying the social connection. If you keep smoking and you don't pass, then you're liable to get too high, get a little anxious then not be able to articulate your thoughts and feelings and be a very good conversationalist and pretty much ruin your evening. Don't be a dumbass. Just pass. And here's some highly responsible behaviors. Mindfulness and microdosing. These are the two keys to a positive experience with cannabis. If you forget everything else, mindfulness and microdosing, taking a very small dose and being aware. If you can do those two things, it's pretty simple. One thing newbies don't necessarily understand is that you can consider cannabis for whole body wellness and disease prevention. A one-to-one -one ratio of CBD to THC is ideal. But if you are completely against the psychoactive qualities, then use an 8-to-1 or an 18-to-1 ratio of CBD to THC. And those are some pretty standard ratios of products that you will find in your neighborhood dispensary or delivery service. When it comes to THC, remember, you can always take more, but you can't take less. CBD counters the psychoactive effects of THC. If you forget the less is more rule, it's always good to have some pure CBD on hand to level you out. There is a notable difference between smoking a spliff, 
which for those of you who don't know, a spliff is cannabis and tobacco mixed together. So there's a notable difference between smoking a spliff versus a pure cannabis joint. And if you're not familiar with the smoking habits of someone who hands you a joint, you better ask, especially if you're in Europe. The high you receive from mixing tobacco and cannabis is intense in head and body. And if you've been drinking alcohol, it could pretty much ruin the rest of your night. I'm talking head spins, nausea, the vomiting, losing time, that whole terrible, terrible, terrible crossfade. When I say when you're traveling in Europe that you might want to be a little more cautious, that's just because the majority of the Europeans that I know that smoke cannabis, that is the form in which they do. My friends in Italy were shocked that I would just smoke cannabis by itself because that's just not something that they do. Mixing alcohol and cannabis is not for beginners. If you're new to cannabis, spend some time, and by spend time, I mean weeks or months, getting to know your body's relationship with the plant before you introduce alcohol into the mix. Learn how you feel on a sativa versus an indica, a vaping versus smoking versus an edible versus a tincture. Like, Figure out what your routine is and what you're comfortable with with cannabis. And then if you want to have a glass of wine or a beer along with that to see how that changes the effects because it does change the effects. Be smart. Consume cannabis completely sober so you can dial in your dosage and find the right cannabinoids and terpenes to best suit your needs. This next tip has been serving me for years. Carry a scented dryer sheet in your purse or your stash bag to help mask the odor of cannabis flowers. Now, there are some new purses and stash bags on the market that are completely smell-proof and have a safety lock on them. But if you're not ready to make an investment on a sniff-proof purse, the cheap and easy at-home hack is the dryer sheet. Another amazing benefit of the dryer sheet method is if you find yourself in an inopportune location and you really need to medicate, you just exhale through the dryer sheet. The smoke, (laughs) it just smells so fresh and so clean, clean. Did you know that aged dried cannabis makes you sleepier than fresh bud? So don't throw out that old bud that you have in that Ziploc baggie. Use it at bedtime instead and have sweet, sweet dreams. Cannabis is a perishable plant, but it can also last a long time if stored properly, namely in a cool, dark place. Humidity control is also key to avoid mold and mildew and for keeping your cannabis fresher longer. There are a couple of new products out on the market that are a two-way humidity control One of them is Bovida, and another one, it's called Integra Boost. And these two products, they come in just little packets that you can drop into your glass containers. And so it just makes sure that the environment stays perfect for your pot. And some super pot nerdy advice is store your cannabis in glass containers and separate the strains to maintain flavor profiles. Do not mix that shit. 
Although I will say I keep one glass jar when I've ground up my pot and then I've filled a bowl and there's a little bit left. I put it in this one particular jar. All of that stuff, all the extras go into that jar and it's just kind of my grab bag. That's always a a fun, a fun smoke in the evenings because I'm never quite sure exactly what it is. And it normally hits me a little bit harder than when I'm smoking a single strain. Now, one clutch customer service piece of advice, if you use a delivery service, it's just like ordering takeout, folks, so tip your driver. I typically tip my driver $5 no matter what I've purchased. To me, it's not a 20% issue. That would get very expensive. I mean, the medication I'm getting, whether I'm spending $50 or $250, it all fits in a paper sack. So I want to shift gears just a little bit because cannabis is really catching on. Conversations about cannabis as an alternative to opioids and sleep aids and mood stabilizers are on the rise and parents are left scratching their head. How do I get pot and not let my teenagers catch a whiff? I field this question a lot as a cannabis lifestyle guide and I'm offering up my best tips and tricks for being highly responsible parents and cannabis for wellness consumers. Number one, lose the guilt, folks. Cannabis is good for grown-ups. It is a powerful antioxidant and a much healthier option to treat those aches and pains and help you relax and catch enough Zs to tackle a new day. Plus, if dosed properly, you won't wake up groggy or hungover. Number two, you are not a hypocrite. Cannabis is okay for you, but it's not okay for your kids and their developing brains. If brains were a DIY building project, the foundation and frame is set, but during the teen and tween years, the house is getting wired and plumbed. Cannabis use can affect that process. Imagine being drunk wiring your house. Not a good idea. And for the 1% of teens that have a genetic disposition for mental illness, studies have shown cannabis can increase the onset of those mental diseases such as schizophrenia. So how do you make kids understand that? Number three, because I said so, probably won't do the trick. Do your homework and understand the material so that you can have an open and ongoing conversation with your teens about drugs and alcohol and explain why it's not a smart idea for them to experiment with cannabis. I created the Cannabis Class Kit. It is all the foundational information you need to learn about cannabis for wellness. You can purchase it on my website at casuallybaked.com. And it is a really great reference to learn about cannabis so that you can just have a more educated conversation about it. Number four, make a date. If you've got curious kids that are getting older, they'll want to know when they can try pot. Okay, you said I can do it when I'm older. When? Decide together. Make a pact that you'll do it with them when the time comes. And just set a date. Set that future date. Tell them when it's going to be and you both commit to it. Number five, for the love of God, don't be naive. Kids don't consider consequences. They haven't been kicked in the teeth by life enough to understand that concept. That said, 
Pay attention and keep the lines of communication open. Speak openly and often about cannabis. Don't be so secretive. Don't act like it doesn't fucking exist. They are so all up in the middle of it at school. You have no idea. It is in front of them. Empower them to make the right choices. Speak openly and often about cannabis. If you make it a household topic, then it loses its sparkle and excitement and allure. And share the information about the laws in your state and your municipality. You know, I would encourage you to even set a Google alert for teens and cannabis and share the articles with your kids about the research being done and the findings. Cannabis can't be a one-and-done conversation. If you're a parent that currently doesn't use cannabis but is considering cannabis for wellness and you're concerned whether or not the decision will make you a bad mom or dad, I want you to have no fear. There is such a thing as highly responsible parenting, and more parents than you know are reaping the benefits. Cannabis has the potential to strengthen your parent-child bond. And from my experience as a cannabis lifestyle guide, I want to share with you just a few ways that I have seen cannabis being a positive aspect of a parent-child relationship. You know, we've learned cannabis relaxes and frees the mind. So when you're casually baked, spending time coloring or picking flowers or catching fireflies with your child is just as much fun for you as it is for your little one. And research shows acting like a big kid does a body good. When you're casually baked, you're more likely to take a time out from your work or chore to answer a curious question, help out with the final touches of a finger painting project, or imitate a monkey on your child's cue as their imaginary game crisscrosses through the house. Cannabis can be fun. Cannabis can make those silly little games that kind of get annoying actually fun. Since cannabis tickles the funny bone, we're more likely to get the giggles with our kiddos. Who doesn't love that? Never mind the health and wellness benefits of the endorphin release that results from a hearty laugh. Seriously, cannabis, laughing, kids, I mean, it's wins all around. One thing I think parents sometimes forget in the hustle and bustle of it all is that kids are sensitive, intuitive little creatures. They know when you're engaged with them and when you're scrolling through your social feed. Cannabis provides an opportunity to have really meaningful moments of connection with the ones you love. Of course, it's your responsibility to follow through on that. So if you're considering cannabis as a parent and you're just not sure, I hope this gives you a little bit brighter outlook on the way things can be. One more important tip from this pot nerd, cannabis prohibition is no joke. So follow the rules of your respective state. Cannabis legality varies from state to state, county to county, and even from one municipality to another. It's your responsibility to know the laws. Now, a resource recommendation, if you want to see the specific laws of each individual state, I really appreciate normal.org. 
Now that is N-O-R-M-L dot O-R-G backslash laws. If you go there, normal.org backslash laws, they've got an easy-to-use interactive map where you can sort through the legal, medicinal, CBD-only, and decriminalized states. But again, it's your responsibility. Don't be a dumbass. Know the laws. That's it for this week's episode of Casually Baked, the podcast. I hope you're going to leave here today with a couple of tips and tricks that will serve you on your journey with Cannabis for Wellness. If you have cannabis-related questions, feel free to email me at ask at casuallybakes.com. If you're a fan of the vibe I've got going on here, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend so you don't miss an episode and neither do they. Casually Baked the Podcast was created, recorded, produced, edited by the team of Just Joe. Our theme music is by my handsome and fabulous friend Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with his music, check out his latest album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you are buying your music these days. I know he didn't create high time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has kind of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects Network. Network.